Welcome back to the RC Fitcast. This is Casey. I'm here with Andy and Jesse. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about consistency and why is it important to you in the gym, out the gym, everything along those lines. But uh, in the episode, we're going to be recapping last week. Uh, we're finishing up a squat cycle. We may touch on a little bit of PRs. Uh, we're talking about a couple different workouts. And then we'll move into talking about consistency. And then at the end, we're going to talk about celebrations, what we're celebrating personally uh, in our own lives and what we're looking forward to. But uh, before we really get into all that stuff, we want you to hit the subscribe button, like, give us that five-star rating, share this with your friends, fitness, non-fitness, uncles, aunts, grandmas, grandpas, give them something to listen to. But hey, guys, welcome back. First, let's talk about the last couple weeks in the gym. Jesse, you got anything for us? Um, it's been really good. We have been doing a three-week cycle for lower body, and it's been box squats. So this last week, we on Monday, we had our last box squats, and we had some good PRs on our back squat. Carl nice. and Paul got 345. Christian got 225. Raha, 250. Jody, 185, and Hayden got 175. Ooh, those are some big squats. Yeah. Nice. I'm a little bit uh, a little bit jealous of the box squats. It's been going on. It's one of my favorite movements. One of my favorite moves. Andy, you seen anything in the gym workout-wise that has caught your eye uh, in the last couple of weeks? Well, you, me, and Mike and Sean are still pushing the pushing away at the Murph, so we're kind of in the background, but I have seen a whole lot of new members. I wish I had a list in front of me of all the new people that I've seen in the box, so welcome to all the new members to RC Fitness, and um, I've seen some pretty intense workouts, too, as yeah. we're doing our Murph, and uh, just people pushing through. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, there's been a couple of days. Uh, I know that there was a day uh, with what looked to be about uh, like 5,500 meters of rowing and then a, in a descending rep scheme uh, of clean and jerks with ascending weight that took people about around the 40 minute time range, which uh, is taking us about that same amount of time to do Murph. And on that day, I was kind of happy. I was underneath the rig doing pushups and squats and not oh, yeah. uh, rowing that day. It looked kind of nasty with the, uh, with how, you know, rough people were taking that workout, but, um, most definitely fun. I know that, uh, uh, Shelby went into the gym on her off time to go hit that workout. So she wanted to do that. She loves barbell, uh, barbell work and as do I, and I'm a little bit bummed that, uh, we weren't able to hit that one, but I think here in the near future, it, it will happen. So that's, uh, I'm excited to touch a barbell again. We're within oh, yeah. single digits, right? So I miss it too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, very good. That's what's kind of been happening in the gym the last couple of weeks here. So we'll kind of usher right in to talking about the main point of us meeting today and, and shedding a little bit of light onto the uh, the members here at RC Fit and those others listening all around in consistency. And we'll talk about really what does being consistent mean jesse you have any uh any thoughtful words on that so consistency to me um means kind of in all aspects of our life you can't expect to be to have 
positive changes if you're only focused on one little snippet of your life. It all goes together. Um, so consistency will be if you're wanting results in the gym, whether it's to lose fat, gain muscle, what are you doing outside the gym, not just in the box in that mm -hmm. one hour that you're here a day? Perfect. Andy, to you, uh, consistency. Consistency in one word to me is routine and sticking to a routine. Uh, we all have trials in our life, whether it's family or work. And um, those things can derail us from our routines from day to day. But being consistent is being able to push through those trials, overcome those trials, get right back on the horse get right back into that routine, stay consistent, push through, get into the gym, you know, stick to those diets. If that's what your focus is, whatever the focus is, you know, routine that that's to me is what consistency is. Mm -hmm. And I will, uh, I'll echo that with uh, consistency really brought to the front of my mind efficiency. So really kind of moving in that same direction of <laughs> having a, a, uh, a routine every day, uh, understanding what you need to do to improve yourself as well as um, taking little steps, making yourself 1% better every single day and stepping forward, right? So you're making it easier for yourself to measure your success by being efficient in what you're doing every single day, right? If you're eating, if you're eating a good diet, if you're going to the gym, and treating that gym time with intensity, not just showing up and going through the motions, unless, you know, you're really sore and that's what you need to do that day, right? That's always good for recovery because being consistent also means recovering your body in that same aspect. So um, making yourself 1% better every day keeps everything efficient, keeps you moving forward to your goal. And uh, so Jesse, anything on diet consistency, right? Do you have any insights on that? So I really loved, we had a cleaning challenge earlier this year um, where we focused on not just our food. It wasn't fat loss like traditional challenges are. Mm -hmm. um, we really focused on having, making long-term changes in our diet because even though it always feels good to like hit those goals, most of us can't maintain those goals, right? Like we hit it and then yeah. we've been depriving ourselves of whatever, you know, sugar in grains and all of the things for 30 days to win the challenge and win the prize that after that, we're like, oh, now I can have cookies and I can have soda mm -hmm. and I can have cake and I can have all of the things. Um, but we focused on, we had weekly challenges. Like what are we doing in our diet that can get better and that we can change long-term because changing something for 30 days is great, but making changes that you can maintain for five years, that's where you'll really have big health benefits, not for 30 days. That yo-yoing up and down is really unhealthy for our bodies, mm -hmm. but making big changes for a lifetime, like that can get rid of diabetes. It can prevent diabetes and lots of different diseases that are really detrimental to our health. So that's where I go to thinking about, you know, long-term changes rather than quick fixes. Exactly. Yes. And then uh, 
I guess, Andy, in the in your history, right, of being consistent, right, there's been times in your life where you've been uh, super dialed. You can tell when, uh, right, that a couple years ago when you competed uh, and made it to the age group qualifiers, right, I would I, I would bet you were very, very dialed with, you know, diet, recovery, sleep. Where is, you know, for people that haven't been dialed, if you will, and, and into really a lifestyle of consistency, where's a good place for them to start and then building blocks from there? So the great thing about the CrossFit community as a whole is that accountability piece, creating friendships, you know, acquaintances at the gym where you can hold each other accountable, not just to showing up at the gym, but also when it comes to healthy eating. And there's so many knowledgeable people at the gym. So if you're, you know, just lost for words as far as where to start, you don't have the knowledge of, you know, how to eat healthy, talk to people at the gym, talk to the coaches, especially who have been through these experiences. Um, That's probably when I was dialed in the most. I can think back to one of my gyms when I was in Montana, when I was first getting into CrossFit about 10 years ago. And one of my coaches just, just had a ton of knowledge about healthy eating, right? And every time we show up, all we do is just talk about diets and what we can snack on, what kind of meals are easy on the go, whatever it is, you know, you just need, just ask the questions and somebody, I guarantee somebody in the box is going to be able to answer your questions and help you, you know, eat healthy. Yeah, exactly. I just hop in and say, this is what accountability looks like right here. Can everybody see this? So this today or this week, Chelsea needed um, everyone to coming to 5 a.m. five days this week. Five a.m. This morning. Ooh. And so they all sent her messages. So she got messages from everybody in class and calling her. Out. I guess not at 5 a.m. at 6 a.m. They all called her out and said, hey, you told us to get here. And now you're not here. So. That will be your support system, not only for getting to the gym, but like, hey, how did food go? But not in like a negative way, calling you out. Mm-hmm. Can't believe a cookie, but like, hey, cool. Like, what was that recipe you made? I need something easy. Like you said, Andy, like everybody's here to support you in all aspects of it. And to take that to the extreme, right, Murph, Casey? I mean, the four <laughs> of us, hard, right? accountability. <laughs> I mean, think about Mike the other night doing it at 10 o'clock at night, yeah, you know, right. all by himself in the box. Talk about mm-hmm. accountability because he knew he had to text us and say, hey, finished it up. It's you been know? done, right? We're getting through it together. The yeah. same yep. as with healthy eating. We can help each other out. Exactly. Exactly. And then uh, I can dovetail into that a little bit. So um, I'll do a, a shameless plug a little bit here for the whoop strap that I've been on for a couple of years and how um, really using it to benefit myself with sleep consistency. So I have, I realized when I was uh, trying to train really hard and breaking my body down, it was, uh, I wasn't recovering enough. When I started to wear whoop, everything was, you know, I was in the red and all this. And then being in the red means you're not fully recovered. The yellow means you're pretty average and the green means you're ready to go. Your internals of your heart rate, your breathing, the way your body's reacting uh, to training is going well. So then you can push it a little bit and 
it's driven more off cardiovascular, but I realized with more sleep and getting, you know, more than just six hours of sleep a night, right. Moving up to the seven hour mark. And then on times moving up to the eight hour mark after a hard day of training really benefited the fact that I was training hard. I was breaking down my body because really whatever you put into your body and whatever you're rolling out or the protein drinks that you take, your body's not recovering until you sleep. And then with that sleep gave me more energy and more drive to get back into the gym because I then felt better and then was able to move better and gain, you know, make that 1% better every day with sleep. So I would just say it's very important to, you know, not watch that extra episode on Netflix and not, you know, pause that movie, set yourself a time. And for a while I actually was doing no, uh, this was a little bit of a challenge and I don't do it very much now, but try to drop the phone, uh, at least an hour before bed to allow your eyes to get away from that blue light, uh, and then be able to get into bed a little bit better. So it's, that's very hard to do. And if you guys are pretty dialed right now as listeners, uh, and if you feel really confident about your bedtime, you know, take it up a notch and drop that phone and give yourself a nice, I don't know, meditation, play some calming music before bed. Cause that helps you get into REM sleep a little bit faster, helps your body recover a little bit better. One thing that changed for all of us is the pandemic happening. So I know talking about sleep, I would get into bed at the, you know, March, 2020. And I was wide awake. Like, what does it like? What is COVID? Like, what does this mean for every aspect of my life? Right. My kids are home. I'm not going to the gym as much, all of the things. But for a lot of people, it meant I'm no longer leaving my house and going to work but I'm working from home. And that means a lot less moving throughout the day. So instead of getting, walking around your house, getting ready for work, you know, driving your kids to school or walking your kids to school, walking into your office, walking around the office, saying hi to everybody. It meant you got out of bed, you put on a clean shirt, and then you sat down at a computer at your kitchen table and then you sat there for eight hours and you didn't move. So mm-hmm. We need to not just think about, oh, I went to the gym today. I got a good workout on. And that was, I'm great. So I can go home. I worked out. I can eat whatever I want. But you need to think about how much you move throughout the day and all of those missteps. Most of us have a watch or a phone that counts our steps. If not, get one and see how much you're moving every day. Are you moving at the very minimum 10,000 steps a day? Get those steps in every day because you need to move a lot at a very slow pace throughout the day. You need to have your diet in check. You need to have your sleep in check and you need to move intense for shorter periods of time like you do at the gym. Hey, Casey, can I add a couple sure. more benefits that we've oh, yet to mention when it comes to consistency, sleep, 100%. exercise, um, healthy eating, uh, energy. Energy throughout the day, you may not notice it, but pay attention to it. If you are consistent, you will notice you will have more energy throughout the day. You no longer need those energy drinks, you know, after lunch to get through the rest of the workday. So pay attention to that. The second thing I want to mention 
is self-esteem, self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, depression's a real thing. It's a real thing in my life and in, in my entire family's life. And I have seen not only in myself, but my, my close family members, when they are consistent in eating healthy, they exercise, they get good sleep, they feel better about themselves. They're 100%. able to get through the day. They're able to get through the trials that come at them. Um, so self-esteem, it's a big booster when when it comes to being consistent with these things that we're talking about. So I'll add, um, you know, we talk about people come in the gym and they're like, oh, yeah, like I'm working out super intense, like more than I've ever worked out before. And so they think they can eat whatever. Right. Because you can't. They think that, you know, because they're working out, they don't have to worry about food, but mm-hmm. you need to think about fuel or your food as fuel for your body. What's going to be better for your body? Like long-term, um, you cannot outwork a bad diet. Like it's just not possible. If you are drinking, if you're stopping at Maverick in the morning for a soda and breakfast and going to swig or fast food every single day drive through and you're eating bad, like there's no outworking that you need Mm -hmm. to give your body the right nutrients to fuel it for the goals that you have. All right. Question for you then, Jesse, where do you feel in your life that you are the most dialed? I would say my mornings are, it's made a big difference for me to wake up before my kids. So I usually try and wake up. Um, my body naturally wakes up at six o'clock. My kids, who knows when they're going to wake up sometimes make them <laughs> up before me. Um, but that way I can get up and get myself. I usually will read my book or I'll do, um, a meditation on my phone before my day starts. I will go downstairs. I drink, I wake up super hungry and really thirsty. So I'll drink my 22 ounces of water very first thing. Um, and then I start making breakfast. I get the kids breakfast made and then I make my breakfast, which is usually like, I've kept it going since the clean eating challenge because I really enjoy it. So it's two eggs. However, I decide to cook them that day with some turkey and a green free Siete tortilla, cook it up, make myself a little breakfast burrito and then get the kids ready for school. And if during the summer it was take the dogs for a walk, but now it's walk the kids to school. So I get a mile walk in my food a meditation or some like me time reading a book and my water all before 8am. Very good. That's dialed. That's dialed. Especially if you've kept it going, especially if you said, especially if you've kept it going, there we go. Uh, since the clean eating challenge, it's been six, seven months now. So that's, that's very good. That's very good. Andy, how about you? Uh, where do you feel in your personal life, gym life? Do you feel most dialed? I would say most certainly in the gym, it's my warm up and my cool down routines. Mm -hmm. And I've really seen it improve over these last 21 days of Murph. I just need that extra time. I'm not talking about the routine of warming, warming up with the class, not when the class starts. I'm talking about 15, 20 minutes before the class starts. I get in a routine of an active warm up. I'm a little bit older, so my body needs a little bit more time to get warmed up. Do not jump right into stretching. You need to get the blood flowing. 
an active warm-up. You know, I like to hit the crossover symmetry. I got weak scaps. I know my weaknesses in the shoulders. So, you know, I hit my weaknesses. Um, so I'm nice and warm. I got a little sweat before the class warm-up even starts. And then I constantly tell people, you got to take the time after class to cool down properly. I, I call it an active cool down. You know, you want to slowly get that heart rate down, you know, jump on the bike, whatever it is, and then take that five to 10 minutes to do some really good stretching before you walk out of the gym. Because mm -hmm. you may say to yourself, I'll stretch <laughs> when I get home. But right. who does that? It's Come very on. hard. It's yeah. very, very hard to stretch when you get home. Take take that time at the gym. Hold yourself accountable. You know, I would say that's where I'm dialed in. That has ever seen Andy knows that this is what he does. So, <laughs> I love it. Everyone believes you because they, they all see you. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it obviously pays off. You know, you're, you're, you're continuing on, you're moving through Murph continually and, and, you know, and every other day working out. So it, obviously that continues to pay off and, and that extra time is very, very beneficial. Um, I guess where I feel most dialed, uh, I tried to really, I work out in the afternoons mainly. So for me, it's really important for me to, uh, I put in a, a pretty standardized process that should be, and I go through, uh, prior to going to bed every night. So we get home from the gym, try to get food into us as fast as possible, whether we're making it or we had previously made it, we're eating leftovers. Um, we try to unwind a little bit uh, take, uh, take cold. I take a cold shower, uh, before I go to bed. And then I try to stretch, uh, prior to bed. Uh, and then whether it being while I'm stretching or while we're laying in bed, um, a meditation of at least 10 to 20 minutes. Uh, and then, uh, as I'm doing that, as I'm getting out of the shower, I'll take a little bit of melatonin. And then, so if I'm stretching or meditating, it gives a melatonin about a half hour's worth the time to kick in before I really want to quote unquote sleep. And that has helped me uh, move into proper recovery sleep for me. I've seen my REM go up, uh, seen my deep sleep go up. And I believe it puts me into a, just a little bit of a better state of mind before bed. Um, you know, you're kind of with meditation and stretching, you're really focusing on the here and now. Uh, and it leaves the rest of the day, whatever happened at work, whatever happened at the gym, whatever happened in your personal life, just behind for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour and then presenting yourself to bed and allowing yourself to go to bed really in a, uh, I call it, you know, a state of Zen, really. It's a, it's a strange thing to say. I never really would think of myself as talking like that, but it really does affect me in a positive way. And so I try to do that every single night before bed. And I believe it's for me very beneficial. And, you know, I try to do that even when I'm traveling. Um, it makes it a little bit easier because I don't really turn on the TV. So, um, you know, I stretch right when I get done working out. And then it's pretty easy to put on some calming music um, as I'm eating some dinner. But, uh, yeah, that's that's what I do to stay dialed, um, at least in one portion of my life. I'm not perfect in the morning. I'll say that guaranteed uh is it's every morning is a little bit different but i try like jesse to to drink water in the morning i feel like that's really important to keep the body going and get moving and i think this is important like we all have our one area that we feel dialed at but 
even though it's not our whole day, we're not throwing it out the window. Mm-hmm. Like start in one, one area of your life that you can dial in with a few things and then go from there. Exactly. Exactly. Keeping that, keeping that consistency is key. We'll close out this little portion of, uh, of the podcast on consistency. I think we hit a great point. And uh, friends, if you have friends, listeners, if you have any, uh, any comments, leave them uh, wherever this is posted. Put that up. If you have any ideas for us to talk about, if you have any questions on this, reach out to us in the gym. Uh, reach out uh, to anybody, any of the coaches. Reach out to your community on questions on how to stay consistent, on any information that you need to be consistent. If you're struggling with uh, with consistency, uh, some you know, if we didn't give you ideas here, we most definitely have more. But closing it out today. We're going to talk about a little bit of celebrations, what we're celebrating in life. Now, this may be a little bit new uh, for listeners here, but uh, we're going to talk about things in our own personal lives. Let uh, you guys uh, get us to get to know us a little bit more if you if you don't already. Um, but yeah, Jesse, you're celebrating things. Are you celebrating uh, anything in your personal life right now uh, that you want to share with the listeners? I am celebrating that my daughter, Amelia, and I, who is nine, just competed in her first ever race, we did a mud girl run on Saturday. That was awesome. And, you know, kids don't naturally have a lot of grit. So I was a little bit worried, like, oh, a 5k is kind of a lot for a nine-year-old. Like, but we'll just take it at her pace. And she was constantly like, let's start running, mom. Like coming out of the mud pit, you know, looking like a swamp monster. And she was like, let's go. (laughs) And it was awesome to see that. So I am just still going off that high of her excitement of that event. Nice. That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. Andy, anything you're celebrating uh, right now? Yeah, absolutely. I am celebrating my amazing wife, her school, her vet tech school. She's in her second to last quarter this week. She's finishing finals. She's got one more quarter. She'll be done in December, starting her externship next Next month, it's amazing. She's going to be done with this. You know, starting a career for the first time in her life. She's been a mother up until this point. Oh, you know, and now gets to choose what she wants to do. Decided she wants to be a vet tech, going to school full time this past year. Um, Almost at the end of the road. I'm so excited for her. Uh, Yeah, so that's what I'm celebrating, along with what I'm focusing on. What we're focusing on. You know, single digits left of Murph. Right, nine (laughs) days left. We're almost there. Uh, It's going to be amazing to celebrate when we're done with that. Yes. Yes. Well, those are some very, very good things. Those are some very good things. And myself, I'm celebrating the the change in temperature, the change in seasons. We are one season closer to ski season, though fall, you can't skip over fall. Fall is very beautiful in Utah. The leaves are changing. The nights are a little bit crisper. It's going to be nicer to go outside. It's not going to be an oven when you walk outside at 8 o'clock at night. So that's what I'm celebrating. I'm excited to smell wax in the house again on my skis. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great ski season. I can already feel it. And if it's not, it's still going to be fun regardless. So very good. Well, listeners, thank you for listening. Like always, give us a subscribe, hit that subscribe button, smash the like button, give us a five-star rating, share this with your friends. I hope you enjoyed it. 
Go Grizz. And like always, stay healthy, my friends.